big news or this is a big revelation. Big revelation? It's a big revelation. <laughs> Tempe is supposedly... Well, this is an article uh, from the Phoenix article, New Times. Yeah. Yes. Of course, supposedly, Tempe is the ninth horniest city in America. What do you think about that? Me? I mean, I don't understand how it could be that it's so much higher than the other ones. Than the other So much higher? That, like, it's, uh, Phoenix was, like, 88, no? Yeah, well... That's, like, hella low. Yeah, yeah. Well... It doesn't even make sense because Maricopa has the most STDs. Maricopa County? Yeah, yeah, like... In the like, nation? Yeah, there was a point where, uh, like, around where, like, uh, in Maricopa County, there was, like, the most STDs around the nation, like... In the like, I, maybe at some point it was the world, or maybe that's just something they taught me in high school. <laughs> but I don't see how Phoenix is so low. That's so bad. Well, because I don't know if I trust this. I trust this. Like, I'm just. A, I guess Tempe makes sense because it's ASU's it's, there. It's ASU and like ASU students, right? But and it has a history of being like a party school, um, but. I don't see how Phoenix is so low, but that's Maybe because that's because that's because Phoenix is so big. <clears throat> it's the big, it's the biggest city in the in the in the valley. So you would assume like. But how does that make any sense? That doesn't. No, no, no. Because. Just look at it. No, no, no. How is the size hold related? Hold on. If let the me explain. Number one city is Vegas. Por- Paradise, 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 Nevada is only the Strip. Oh, I see, I see. Because Phoenix is so big, it in, it has a lot of different types of population. We, if Tempe, Tempe has a lot of young people. So, there. so uh, I mean, I guess it makes sense that a Paradise be number one, right? Uh-huh. But I just don't see how Tempe uh, is so much hornier than Phoenix. I feel like maybe the study is flawed. Bro, that, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I get I I get that you live in Tempe. I don't know. I don't know why you want to be Bro, the horniest. Just talk to you. I don't, but, <laughs> but I when just I'm, feel like Phoenix is too low from what I've experienced in this city. <laughs> Bro, have you been to Awatuki? Yeah, I've been to Awatuki, but that's not Phoenix. That is Phoenix. That is statistically Phoenix. Then why is it called Awatuki? That's a that's a borough. That's bu- that's a borough a in borough. Phoenix. Whatever, I qualify as a different city. <laughs> All right. Hey man. And there's like no one in Awatuki, right? There is. They're old people. What do you think old but people are? Like, they have low fine, libido. But there's not that many. And no, they don't. By the they, way, old people have shit ton of sex. <laughs> <laughs> they have more sex than anybody. They have the most okay, STDs. Okay. Okay. Show me uh, the receipts. Show I me. will show you. I'll show you the receipts. I'll, I'll tell show you. Show me. Show me that, bro. Old people. <laughs> You're actually searching this most home. STDs. I'm serious, man. Historic look, historic high rates of STIs among older Americans. Historic high rate. Are you serious? What is it like? That was 2020, man. Like wow. You think that's to, gotten better? It's do, do, gotten do, worse. Why is that? Because there were what happened in 2020? What happened in 2020? What no, this has been a trend for like many years. I don't know if you're paying attention. I've been paying attention. You know why? Because we have more older people. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the rate doesn't increase the more people there are. All right. Hey, hey, it stays being the old, same. Being old is, is sucks more than you ever. You suck at stats, bro. <laughs> you're not good at stats. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm speaking statistical. You're, you're just... No, no, you're not, actually. Yes, I am. No, you're yes, not. You're, not. you're speaking... Bro, you're... Complete are, nonsense. Okay. All right. I okay. know the stats. STDs rise sharply. Okay, this is from nine, 2019. Look, this was before. Okay. All right. This was before. STDs rise sharply among older Americans. Older Americans. Where is older Americans? 60 plus. You know, like all the old people. 55 plus. No, what, what's, the, what's this thesis? What's the thesis of why that's happening? That, what do you mean? What's the thesis of it like happening in the article? They don't wear condoms. Because they don't get pregnant. But this isn't. This article is about 
the amount of horniness, <clears throat> not the, not like the infection rate, you know? The more people have sex, the more infection there's going to be, bro. That, that's an actual correlation on like but, what you're talking but, about. But, 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 but. Like the increased number of people, increased rate of horniness. That doesn't on. make sense. Hold on. Hear me out. <laughs> I don't think you guys Tempe, Tempe, Tempe is full of younger people. Yes, younger fine. People. But that doesn't mean there's going to be hornier, man. If you look at this, like, Compare, like, no, like no. young people are having less sex now than ever before. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, it's probably because of capitalism. <laughs> but, but I mean, but my point is that you can just say, oh, there's more younger people, so it's going to be hornier. That's not like a true thing. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I, I give up. This is this, <laughs> this is a stupid conversation. It's a good conversation because, uh, you know, I'm trying to tell you. You have no proof here. I think this this. Uh, I don't know about this study. It's, it's flying. Oh, yeah, the study. Let, let let me read the rest of the study. So what's t- that? It's looking at Tinder, right? Tinder is the most popular app for hookups. That is true. Like, so like if it's looking at Tinder, obviously, oh, like places with more older people are gonna be underrepresented, right? No, it's not. This is this study is not just measuring, <clears throat> but it is taking into account. So that's gonna throw it off. <laughs> Look, it's looking into. Wait, 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 hold on. Look hold at on. the key indicators they're using, on. bro. Google wait, wait, search. Wait, 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 sex on. toy sales. Uh, and I'm guessing these are sex toy sales, online sex toy sales, and like fucking uh, what was the other thing that they're 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 using? So you're saying because older people are more likely to buy that I stuff think, in person. I think that their indicators may be skewed towards okay. the younger crowd. Okay. You know. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what right. I'm saying. Whatever. Because this doesn't jive well with my knowledge of like STIs in the, the older population going up. You know? That means that older people are getting hornier. And that, that <laughs> this goes against that. You know? Okay. Especially if you look at the, at the statistics of younger people having less sex. They're getting less hornier. This doesn't make sense. Sucks to be young. Uh, I don't think it sucks to be young, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I just grew up in a different time, huh? <laughs> um, Let's see here. Full study. Well, we should have read the full study, man. 2021. Table of contents. Okay. Methodology. Click on uh, methodology. Methodology. Right here, right here. Methodology. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see here. 200 CDs. All right, these are the metrics. 14 things. Google search. That, wait, what is this? Adult Entertainment Access? What does that mean? Thank you, both. See, they use sexually transmitted diseases, too. Yeah. Swinger clubs? Interesting. But that doesn't mean... I don't know. See, there's a lot of... They should include more. I'll wait for another study that, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> I, I, I give up. I give up. What, what, survey section? Oh, they did surveys too? By education, 75% of adults who did not complete any education were concerned about infecting the res- higher, higher than, oh, okay. Uh, Republicans are more likely to engage in virtual sex during the pandemic higher than any other group identifying with political. Virtual sex? What the fuck? That's weird. Um, Hold on. This says that people that did not complete any college, high school, are more concerned about the virus. Are more concerned about the virus while having sex. I would say that's more of a class thing because maybe when you are rich, you have more medical like like you would assume like that's i feel like that's kind of misleading yeah by education that's weird that's very misleading but all right moving on did y'all see that fire it's saturday today what's the 
the fifth. Uh, we were driving down earlier and we saw a big ass yeah, fire. Yeah, driving down the I ten. Yeah, there's a huge ass fire. If anybody knows what it is, <laughs> send us an email or oh a DM. <clears throat> we saw some uh, stories on Snapchat, but I couldn't uh-huh. really tell where where it was coming from or uh, what was exactly on fire. But there's hella smoke outside. This is. Bisexuals are the most likely to engage sex during the pandemic. Interesting. I feel like that maps on to my real life. Really? Yeah. That's true. Know. I say that's true. I, I see in Phoenix. <laughs> I haven't really analyzed the, the bisexuals I know. <laughs> bisexuals. See, uh, Paradise. See, Las Vegas is number two, bro. See, that, no. that disproves... That disproves that you're here, that the size is you know what? what's I don't driving here. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> this, this study, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, Hollywood is number three. Cool. That's a lot. See, there's a lot of people in Hollywood. Orange, that's Hollywood. Awesome. No, Hollywood, Florida. Oh, never mind. That's, Hollywood, that's, Florida. That's a different type of place. That's a different place. Atlanta. Look, Atlanta is number five. Would you say Atlanta is this young Bro, city? I, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of people moving to Atlanta. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm, I wouldn't say that it's like a young like city. Like I would, I would say like maybe Paradise, Nevada. You know where mostly young people live. You know. Well, I just I, I say I, it's more analogous to here, Phoenix. I don't even right? care, bro. This, so why <laughs> is the difference between Atlanta and Phoenix? Makes no sense. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. All right. <laughs> another t- another big story is oh, sorry, my dog. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, baby. After eleven years. Let's go. They're good. They feel. Huh? I feel. I feel great. I feel splendid. Splendid. I feel so. I good. like that we beat uh, the Le- Lakers. Yeah. I, I used to hate the Lakers back in the day when I used to watch a lot of basketball. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, it's ever since the sun sucks so much, I stopped watching as much. Um, I, I keep I, up mostly with, like, individual players. Like, I like Russell Westbrook, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Um, but, <clears throat> but... He's been in a decline recently. What? He's, like... I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever, man. I'm not going to get into it. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. First <laughs> but let's go. Uh, whatever. Uh, but now that the the Suns are back, yeah, and they beat they beat the the arch nemesis, the team that is that our arch nemesis? Isn't the Spurs? Well, the Spurs. That's that's a different type of. There's a different type. That's of a different type of hatred. That's a different type of hatred. That's true. Because. I remember the Spurs beating our ass every fucking time, no matter what, dude. But we also beat their ass, too. Crazy. But the LA Lakers, they are the... Quintessential. They're the... Rivals. They're the... Well, I want to well, say... I, they have I different I rivals, right? I do say we even have a rival? We do. It's the Spurs. The Spurs is, <laughs> Spurs is the rival, but LA... I, th- I thought so, yeah. That's what but but LA mind. is a different type of rival because well just everybody hates the lakers you know why but except lakers fans yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah fucking laker fans i have no sympathy for them i have zero sympathy now that we beat the lakers how far do you think we're gonna go i'm not saying anything come on man the nuggets <laughs> the nuggets i who we play next i don't even the know denver nuggets the nuggets how good are they did we beat them already uh, in the regular season, regular how, season, yeah. How do how did we beat them? Like, they beat us one time. We beat them another time. I think it was one. I month. think it, I think they bit, they played like three or four games, but they did pretty well against them. Um, mm. but what are the odds? The odds? You know I the think odds? I think the Suns the Suns are favored to win. All right, so if if they beat the Nuggets. Who do they go against? 
they play either the Jazz or the Jazz or it's be the the Clippers the Clippers uh, the Clippers Mavericks game is still being decided, but I think it's the Mavs that are going to advance, and I think that the Jazz are going to beat the Mavericks. So the, the who who's going to be who? Uh, the Jazz are going to beat the Mavericks. The Jazz, are the Utah be the Jazz. Mavericks. Yeah. So it would be us against the the Jazz. I'm not saying that. Sons. I'm not saying that. But I. <laughs> but let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The Suns played the Jazz two times in the regular season. Yeah. And, how did and that they go? beat them both. Both times. Away and home. Away and home. Well, actually, wait. I'm not sure. But they did beat them a majority of time. A majority of the time. I'm, a majority of the time. Interesting. They have a winning record against them this uh, season. So. I'm looking at odds. <laughs> Yeah. Suns versus Nuggets. Odds. What the fuck are the odds, man? One Vegas odds. Yeah, I, uh, it was very, it was very ironic because, like, everybody was like, it's, uh, the, the money's on the Nuggets right now. Is it negative on the Nuggets? No, it's positive on the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The money's on the Suns right now. Yeah, yeah. Negative. Yeah. Negative 4.5. What does that mean? Uh, there's a four point. There's four point five times more of the Suns winning. Well, that's a pretty uh, that's big. A pretty spread. good chance. That's, that's a pretty, pretty big chance. spread. That's a big spread. That's a big spread. You know, so more than likely the Suns are gonna win, right? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Against the Nuggets, bro. Against the Nuggets. Yeah. I'm not the Nuggets nothing. are gonna win. <laughs> the Nuggets are going to win, and I'm this gonna be guy, sad. This guy's an idealist, you know. So I am. In so, everything else so, in society, I'm a materialist. But when it comes to sports, I'm an idealist till I die. <laughs> I don't even care. There you go. I don't there even care go. because that's petty bourgeois, bro. <laughs> and I, that's that's the imperial court coming out of you, bro. No, that isn't petty bourgeois. <laughs> Literally, there are so many superstitious people out there that are just and they're wrong, man. Give me some odds. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even saying. Anything. I'm not even saying. Anything. All right. I think the Suns are gonna take it all. I'm not saying. Anything. Hell yeah! They're gonna win the Western Conference, and then they're gonna win the finals, bro. <laughs> if I jinxed it, I'm sorry, but I believe in them. <laughs> I, I. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so gonna, superstitious, man. I'm not, this team has broken my heart so many times. I'm not. Hey man, yeah, I've been through this. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not ba- you'll bounce back. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. This is this. Out of every every Arizona team breaks my heart. I would say that. <laughs> the only the only championship the only championship the only championship I saw was the Cardinals, uh-huh. and that was in 2008. Woo! And that was heartbreak. That was that was the worst. Hello, everybody. This is the Heat Wave. Thank you for listening. So, <laughs> I um I didn't really prepare much for this episode, so we're just gonna we're just gonna be talking. Okay. See. All right. Uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is this article I found out um, from sciencenews.org and is. Basically saying that the you know the 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 CDC like report that said that oh you don't have to wear a mask during after being vaccinated it's not really the it's kind of misleading a little bit because um, yes the the vaccines they do prevent infections they they prevent that that's very good but 
the thing that is misleading is just that these vaccines, because they're not distributed to everybody, um, they're not going to prevent the uh, the uh, the new variants. They're not that good at preventing variants as much as well. Like the the mRNA ones, they're seventy two to seventy five percent effective, but the Johnson and Johnson is fifty seven percent. So, and other vaccines, they're much lower. So, um, infections like right now because summer, it's it's because of summer we don't have that much variance in the United States. We're all right momentarily, but when it comes fall time and um, people aren't going to be wearing masks and variants are going to be spread around, there is a possibility that we could peak up to 2,000 deaths a day again. <clears throat> Which is like, if we wear masks, if we wear masks, like if mask wearing is high, it could just peak at 500. But 2,000 to 500, that's like, that's a fourfold difference. So I'm like, and I don't, I don't, I have no faith that people are going to be like, oh, let's start wearing masks again because people are tired yeah. of wearing masks. So uh, what do you think? fucking weird. Um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 people are still wearing, so I mean, some people are still wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect the amount of masks wearing to not change from here on out. Yeah. Um, definitely uh, I think the people that are gonna keep wearing masks are wearing them in right now and the people, and the are people that stop, are not they're, they're stopped done. already yeah. they stopped already mm-hmm. they've been stopped uh, <laughs> uh, what what I think is gonna be the the determinant factor here whether we peak up to 2000 or not is whether more people get the vaccine because uh, the masks yeah. change I mean the masks are not gonna change yeah right that's sort of my thinking yeah. Uh, so it, either more people get the vaccine, or or we, we're gonna peak up. I don't. I don't know if we're gonna peak up to two thousand because that's like probably. That's no. That's mask. like that's, that's like no, no one wearing masks and like no one else getting nobody getting the vaccine again. Still. Actually, no, no, no. That's that's a, that's um, that's from the continuation of how we're rolling out vaccines currently because currently uh, we're at a decline, at right, rollout. Right, right. Okay. So there you go. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't know if, if we're going to go that high because I don't know if more people are going to stop wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to... The people are gonna that have been wearing masks are just going to keep wearing them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I... But yeah, I mean, I thought the CDC thing was stupid. Uh, it just, I mean, yeah, I mean, you just want to... Even just to... Reduce fucking deaths from other shit, you know? Yeah. Like there was like, no deaths. Or just much from, less deaths of like from the flu. From the flu, yeah, especially in children and old people. Yeah. Yeah, it's because everyone's wearing a mask. Um, but yeah. Like I, I, I very much plan to wear like a mask definitely during like the fall, and like if COVID's over, like say it's cold, cold over. Um, I'm definitely going to wear a mask like now on during like the flu season because I don't want the flu. Right. No one wants the flu. Like I've had the flu before and it just, it was ass. Yeah, it just sucks. So, but masks, I, I just, I I just wearing my mask. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got vaccinated and I already had COVID, but whatever. I still keep wearing my mask. Um, but regardless, I just, I hope, I hope people still get the vaccine. Ah, uh, yeah. They I, uh, I, 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 <clears throat> still kind of, still kind of like. So if you're listening to this, get the fucking vaccine, dude. People are probably, people that are probably listening to this have already got you the vaccine, know. so. You never know. Who knows? If you haven't, get it. If you if you've already gotten it, good job. Good job. Cheers. We made it. <laughs> All right. Next thing. What are we looking at? Next thing. Oh, the gas chambers. The gas I chambers. remember this. I I read this chamber. about this. Yes, I saw this. So wild, bro. 
literally, okay, the state of Arizona is reopening their gas chambers for <laughs> for the death penalty, which is like wait, who uh who uh, why I actually I I I I heard about it, but I didn't go and read about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who whose really, idea. Yeah, who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Let me just show you. I actually, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't put the article. Right, but, see. like... Bill 1949. This used to turn to... Uh, refurbished. They fucking refurbished it, too? Yeah, they refurbished the, the gas Holy chambers. Shit. That were built in 1949. Literally, these these gas chambers are modeled after, one, after the ones that the... The Nazis used. Yeah, the Nazis oh used. They're gonna use the same chemical. That's yeah. the the whole problem. Right? I didn't sign it. Like it doesn't. Why? I mean, um, I don't know. What the fuck? Very strange. It doesn't surprise me. It's uh, it's really fucked up. Like they give, they give, they give the inmates a choice. They give them a they give them lethal injection or or gas chamber. You know how many complications have happened with both? Like like Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, that's fucked. <sighs> Fuck. I don't even know. What what would be the best way to kill somebody? <laughs> People say is um firing squad. Firing squad? Because that's the quickest one. You just get shot in the head and then you're dead. I mean, not, not everybody gets shot in the head dies. That's true. But... It seems pretty common. But what typically happens is they shoot you like multiple times in the head. Three or four people shoot you at the same time and then you die. Mm, right, right, right. That's how it happens. It's pretty gruesome though. It is a gruesome death. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like... Oh, man. Maybe like that's why I think Utah does. Maybe like a squad. guillotine, you know, uh, <laughs> but like a big one where like it just chops you in half or something. Um, that would be even more gruesome, dude. But uh, but you can have like you know put it away somewhere. You don't have to have other people do it, you know. Um, that's fucked up. I guess uh, it just really puts death penalty. Yeah, it really just puts the question like the. The legitimacy of the of the death penalty, like, well, no, it's no legitimacy. Well, except like, not not in the capitalist state, you know. Yeah, yeah, not in the capitalist state. In the yeah. capitalist state, there is no legitimacy in that. Like, people are being killed for, for like the most, weird most shit. most weird shit, and we have the most, the biggest ghouls in society running society. So like, <laughs> like, um, like, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. Um, let me see here. No, that's killed. 18 minutes to die. Fuck. Agonizing, choking, and gagging. My this God. was back in 1999 in, in, um, well, in Germany. And someone was reported in a execution that... Okay, I'll just read it right here. <laughs> Walter Legrand, a German national, was sentenced to death for a 1942 bungled, bungled armed bank robbery in which a man was killed. The Tucson citizen published an article account of his 1999 execution in which he displayed, quote, agonizing, choking, and gagging, end quote, and took 18 minutes to die. Holy shit. 18 minutes. That's 18 a minutes. time, dude. Whew. 18 minutes of suffering. Man. Unnecessary. Um, this wild. just this just reminds me of like the conversation that I had with um. In surprise, I took criminal justice <laughs> in 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 high school. Yeah. God, I hated that class. It really made me realize how fucked up and piece of shits the police were. Yeah. And, but um. But, like, the justification of people using, like, death penalty, like, like, that's, like, I, like, the accounts that we read on, um, on how lethal injection works, like, people get injected three times. 
with one is like the sedate the sedate and the sedative the next one is the is the basically the paralyzer mm-hmm. the paralyzing um um this the chemical and then the next one is the one that kills you and typically in this and it's very common that the sedative the sedate the sedative doesn't work so people that but then they paralyze you anyway they, they paralyze you so like you're like you don't know how to react mm-hmm. and then when you get injected the last injection it feels like like fire in your veins and there's been there's been reports of like people living through that thing so like it's just like what the fuck is wrong with It just it just goes to show that that under capitalism there will never be though there's never like a Any, form of justice and yeah and yeah I was gonna say that yeah <clears throat> damn man oh. oh well well let's hope it doesn't happen when is it gonna come back does it say I think uh, I think they're 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 preparing right now, so I don't know, I don't know what's happening. That's crazy. like I I heard this like when they they reported this on their on their Instagram. Oh yeah, I saw it. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta investigate this more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it's really shit. It's crazy. But um, yeah, let's on. let's open up this article I found couple months ago it's the a real crisis the real crisis along the u.s mexico border and it talks about ambos nogales like nogales arizona nogales sonora um so basically you know remember like like um a couple months ago like people were saying that there's an immigration crisis there's another yeah. caravan. Um, you know, that's bullshit. It's always bullshit. It's always been bullshit. It's, there's always people migrating. So it's just, it's just complete. Um, uh, the media manufacturing, like an, a fucking story. But this article that I saw from the Washington Post was basically saying that, that, um, there is a there is a border crisis, but it's a economic crisis. You can say this is representative of all businesses, like all throughout like the country, because of COVID and because of just like just having a border. Um, like if you go to Nogales, Arizona, they're like how it's pretty much like a ghost town, you could say, in many aspects, like. There, how it was before the wall, it was very much like a like like a two communities society, like Nogales, Arizona and Nogales, Sonora is very interconnected. But um, you, the border made it very hard for people to cross the border now. So that's basically been very consequential with Nogales, Arizona, and you can say other border towns like. Um, maybe I, 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 well, I wouldn't say El Paso is struggling because a lot of people go to, a lot of people still, a lot of people that go to El Paso have money already. So, but like these small border towns, I would say, um, I can't, I can't, I don't know like the other border towns in Texas, but I would assume that that other towns in like in the Rio Grande Valley, like they're very much struggling in these similar situation. And that's just because of the border. And obviously COVID has like magnified that. So, um, yeah, I, Damn, it says here, uh, 90% of, uh, 90% of customers since March and November. This was, when is this from? This was April. This is an April article. <clears throat> and this was during like... So it says here that uh, 90%... Let me see. I saw 90%. Uh, 
90% local businesses have shut their doors uh, in Nogales. Yeah. Arizona. Uh, Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz County. Yeah. Dang, that's a lot. I mean, that makes sense with what happened in, with the, like the border literally shut down now. Yeah, the border shut down from people going from Mexico to the United States. Yeah. People from the United States could still cross, but like, you know. Yeah. Dang. That's wild. <clears throat> and there was a decision by Doug Ducey. Well, yeah, I mean, this is why my, the homie talks about how like, um, people are way more open to like, communist ideas and stuff like where he's from. Uh, at his high school that he I mean he, he talks about how he would talk about it and people would down with it and shit and they even like um, organized some uh, stuff against ICE because uh, that's a big problem over there mm-hmm. too yeah I would imagine so because like Nogales is like so that's where we need to be organizing you know yeah. what I'm saying that's what I was telling him He's like, yeah, bro. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Nogales is, like, reportedly, like, the city with most policing per capita. Like, it's insane. It, obviously, it's, it's a border town, but yeah, it's very small compared to other border towns. So, it's, I would definitely see and understand, like, how that those contradictions would make people much more willing to embrace those ideas because like damn yeah seeing seeing like i went there recently and i I was just like it seemed like there was more activity because um i think like recently like there's more like this article came out in april and and i just went there like a couple of days ago so um I would assume that, like, the opening, like, the border's opening up more, but just, just, there's so many contradictions in that region that just, like, make, make, um, make it such, like, a prime destination for, for, like, for radicalism and, like, revolutionary thinking. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be struggling for a while, too, because of the border crops and stuff. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Especially how, uh, I mean, the vaccine, well, that's going to affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing we didn't know already. <laughs> sucks. What should we talk about? I have all these other ones. I mean, the I feel like the Uyghur thing is is dying down now. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I I hear about it less and less every day. Um, but I do hear Taiwan more. I do hear about Taiwan more and more. Um, I've been here. I mean, Colombia and Palestine. Uh, that's still going on. Uh, I don't know. What's no, no. But this was an article that I was talking about, like. Um, the like people are saying that we are fake anti-imperialists. Oh, for because we're <laughs> denying anti. Yeah. And, we're not. and then I I keep seeing more and more like the accusation that China is imperialist, but then I don't see no backing, no evidence of that. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. I I just don't see them exporting fi- uh, capital, finance capital. Uh, I don't see them. And if they like, if they do loans, role. if they do loans, they they're, they're very good at like charging them low interest or no interest, and they have a record of fulfilling those loans. So like, they're very much different from like any from any Western institution, IMF, the United States. They're very much different. So like, yeah, and most of those loans don't create new markets. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> not only that, like the loans are are done uh, like uh, what's it called there's no like fin- I, at least I haven't seen any evidence of a financial oligarchy in China uh, so mm. I don't know 
And I was just, I, like, I've been doing research on, like, whole, the whole Uyghur situation. And, like, I'm just, like, every accusation I'm just hearing about, like, of but genocide. There's a other, other thing that I, I saw. There was, a, there was this thing posted on, like, this forum. Uh-huh. Uh, this paper talking about how, like, the development of new imperialist powers. And then um, it talked about how uh, the development of, like, um, industrial monopolies in third world countries has led to those countries becoming imperial themselves, which doesn't make any fucking sense because those countries are controlled by the financial oligarchy of the West. You know, not not it's not just like having monopolies makes you imperialist. That's not how it works. Yeah. Um, so if if that was true, then then you would have to consider even Mexico to be an imperialist country, <laughs> which is kind of fucking a stupid thing to say. I would think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess some Central American countries might. Uh, feel that way but um at least at least one um but i i mean that's a super fucking stretch to say that um uh i mean that wouldn't be the only one you know you'd have to consider uh, brazil chile a bunch of other countries to be imperialists yeah uh which is fucking i don't know just to me it sounds ridiculous um because like all these countries are controlled by the u.s yeah. Specifically Mexico, like, it's insanely controlled by the U.S. I don't know. So, like, I don't know. I don't buy the, the thing that China is imperialist, especially since they're not exporting uh, finance capital over all over the place. Uh, they're not creating new markets anywhere. Like, forcefully creating or subjugating new colonies and, anywhere either. And if, like, if... If, uh... They haven't done any coups. They haven't done any. They haven't started any wars. The last war they were in was was against. There was like it was a conflict between Vietnam, but that was like that settled. That was that was a long ass time. Yeah, ago. that was a long ass time ago. And like, yay, the United States. Oh, we're we're still in wars. Lots of. Wars. And that was the only. I mean, that was the only one. Um, yeah, I mean that was. Before that conflict was was the, the the civil war, so like yeah, what the hell it's it's. I don't know. It just to me, it sounds ridiculous when you just say that China is imperialist. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they just be saying anything nowadays, bro. No material analysis. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else has happened about China? What else? I'd say the whole Uyghurs. Like I was going to say, I've been doing research on like Uyghurs recently. And I was just like each, every report I hear is just like, like people saying, oh, um, Uyghurs are being, they're, they're not, their language is being erased. That's not true. If you, if you, like literally, they're teaching Mandarin and and like Uyghur in schools. Uh, the cultural practices they're they're being erased. That's that's bullshit. That's not mm-hmm. true. Uh, people saying that women are being sterilized. If you look at the birth rates between uh, Han Chinese and Uyghur Uyghurs in in um, in Xinjiang, you'll see that. Uyghurs have a higher birth rate. Yeah. Uyghurs are exempted from the one child or two child policy. So like these, these, there's like many things that are just like, that are so unsubstantial. Like um, there's, there's many people, there's like Uyghurs in the rest of China. They're, they are, they have like a presence in the rest of China. And there are people that, that um, are rep, that represent like the Uyghur culture in the rest of China. Mm-hmm. There are problems with how how the central government did manage the like how um, these vocational schools should be managed, or like how projects should be managed in the region. But that's because I would say like that's that that comes from 
that comes from that's just like a problem that happens with bureaucracy there is there is a disconnect there's obviously going to be a disconnect between between the uh people on the ground the government in the region which the xinjiang region is an autonomous zone don't know and never forget that they they have control over themselves and and the central government that's that's just that's just the problem with bureaucracy and like i would say that china is managing bureaucracy much better than ever before because like like that, I I'm 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 not even gonna go on like tangents and more. Like I've I've been binging on like um, you know that the Spanish guy that you shared me. The what? The Spanish guy that that lives in China, and oh, the guy that I shared with you. Yeah, Javier. Yeah, yeah. He's not. Is he Spanish? Is yeah, he's from Spanish. Spain. Yeah, he's from Spain. Oh, I didn't know. I thought he was from Argentina. <laughs> Damn, <that's> true. <laughs> I can't tell them apart. <laughs> Yeah, they're the same thing. They're basically <laughs> the same thing. But um, yeah, that guy. Um, I've been binging on a lot of his videos. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe you didn't know about him, dude. No. He's super popular. No. And there's this other guy. Drew. Uh, Drew. Oh, check out! This is the guy I was talking about before. Here he is. Yeah, yeah, Drew Dan- Dumbrell. Daniel Dumbrell. Oh. oh. That's his name. Daniel. <laughs> I call him Drew. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Dumbrell, he's very, he's, he's a, he's like, his stuff is really good. Like, oh my God. Yes, that guy. He's so good. That's oh the guy I was talking about, remember? Really? I was like, yeah, I was trying to tell you. Dude, what's, what's your thoughts on Bad and Banana? Huh? What's your thoughts on him? Oh, he's an idiot. I don't know. He's just a guy. I feel he like. He has some good takes. He has some bad takes. He has good takes on like Latin America, but yeah. like. Like specifically, on in, specifically in Latin America, bad takes on China. Bad, like, uh, <laughs> anything else other than Latin bad America. Bad takes on the gray zone, I think. Uh, oh yeah. But I mean, he doesn't really talk about anything else. Uh, he's right about the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's right about Che. <laughs> Wait, right. what? Was, what do you say in the Ukraine? Uh, there's a bunch of Nazis there. Wait, did he actually talk about like? I think he's just said oh, wait, no, 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 no. off cuff. You know, I don't think he made a, a video on it or anything. I I, I, I kind of I just confused Ukraine and Belarus. <laughs> Belarus. Oh, yeah. has he even said anything about that? I don't. Even, I don't think. I so. actually don't know. I, maybe he made a video. I actually videos. Uh, he's against Israel. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh. Oh, yeah, I think he's anti-Assad. Against Assad. Oh, um, not surprising. Well, it's not surprising, but whatever. Okay. He's he's very much an anarchist. You think he's an anarchist? He made, like, a video talking... There's, there's, there's also, like... I don't know, like... Um, I don't think he's an anarchist. I, think, I just think he's a, a sort of a liberal. Really? I mean, I guess that would be an anarchist, too. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, like JK. The video that made me think that he was like a, like an anarchist was like. Um, I mean, he like he he hates Vosh, which I like. Good. He hates Vosh. Good. good take. He doesn't like Destiny either, um, which I also hate Destiny. Nationalism, good, bad, is complicated. See that that makes me think it's not a, a total nationalist. I mean, uh, anti-nationalist or whatever. Oh yeah, this one, this word, terrorism. One, he talks about terrorism and talks about like the connection with an- China the word anarchists. Oh yeah, I mean that was a true. But like he just, I, I feel like, whatever. I don't know. I just feel like maybe he's more of a, a trot. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Because, I mean, he's against China, right? I don't know. But trots, uh, trots are trots not... Trots are usually... Trots uh, are not that forgiving of Latin America like he is. Oh, yeah, I guess so, right. But he lives there, so maybe that's why. There's a lot of trots in Latin America, so... That's true. That's true. <laughs> Argentinian trots, yeah. Yeah. And, and he lives, and he lives, in, Argentina, he lives in Argentina. Man, so I, I feel like he's closer to a trot than anything. 
Okay, I don't. Oh, right. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> hold on. I don't think many people know who we're talking about. It doesn't matter. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Y'all, um, just if you don't know what a trot is, look it up. Yes. Well, Google Street Dog. No, but like, I don't think people know who Bad Empanada is. Bad Empanada is a YouTuber that we watched sometimes. He's problematic. He has some problematic takes. Yeah. Um, but in general, he's alright. I mean, he's not the worst. Not the worst, but not the best. The best is, I would say, Hakeem. Who? Hakeem. Hakeem? Yes. Yeah, he's so Hakeem great. Pretty good. He's so great. He's pretty awesome. Uh, I like... Uh, Air Mate. Who's that? I think he's a uh, genuine. I like genuine people, you know. Uh, which is uh, a little bit of a reason I can't get into that guy, ML Bay, Bay, uh, Bay Area, ML. Guy. Oh, Bay Area four one five. Yeah, that dude. I can't get into him. He doesn't the because he covers himself. He doesn't seem that genuine. Right? Yeah, he doesn't. Seem yeah. Because, oh, I like this guy. Oh wait, not that, not that guy. What's that guy? Remember that guy I sent you the video of uh, talking about Ricardo Flores Magón? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Rafita Sur. Rafita Sur, yes. I love that. But there are elections that are coming up that are actually meaningful. I'd say more meaningful than the American election. There's the uh, there's the Peruvian runoff tomorrow. And mm-hmm. there's the, the Mexican midterms tomorrow as well. Uh, yeah. Like... Peruvian runoff is between the neoliberal Keiko Fujimori and um, and the, the self-proclaimed Marxist-Leninist Pedro Castillo. And polls are saying that it's very much neck and neck. So, like, woo! Let's see who wins. Who, have you heard about... Um, I'm smelling another coup. <laughs> That'd be three coups, bro. Hey. In like two years, man. Knock on wood. <laughs> we don't. We don't want. We don't want. We don't want no coup. That's. I mean, no, we don't. But, but if it does happen, that's like that's a sign of progress because that's a lot of coups back to back. That means you know shit is not stable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Presents an opportunity. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I I I, I don't. I, I mean, uh, the guy. What's his name? The Marxist Leninist guy. The Peruvian Pedro Castillo. Uh, yeah. Um, Have you heard about like his campaign? Like people are saying he's a problematic guy. I mean, but, like I he don't reminds know. I haven't me. Seen him. He okay. So I heard I heard some shit about like how he's anti LGBTQ. Yeah. Uh, and that's too bad. He's he's very much like socially conservative, but that's because whack. I I would say that's just like. An expectation, unfortunately, because that's what happened with exactly with Evo Morales when he first ran for office. Like he was like, he was pretty like socially conservative when he first ran. Like he was, he still had like a, a machista chick when he first ran. Really? But I don't like, remember that. But now with time, he's become much more progressive, mm-hmm. and I think that's what that's what's just gonna be like. Unfortunately, with with Pedro Castillo initially, we'll I feel see. like I feel like material conditions will make people much more willing and open to the ideas because I may like I don't know, man. It could be it very easily go the other way, uh, but I think it's an improvement of what it is now. So you yeah, know, we'll like, see what happens. Fujimori, they're literally Keiko's father was a dictator during the 90s yeah and wild he and like that guy was just like a pinochet life for peru yep. so and like this guy pedro castillo he wants to rewrite the constitution and basically like do a bunch of reforms very much like very much reminds me of like how um allende approached his election campaign oh, nice but he's it seems like he has much more support than allende because allende he won it because it was like a three-way election. Who is this guy? Pedro Castillo. Uh, who's he backed by? Like the Communist Party of Peru, or like? No, actually, it's very weird because he's like some nobody. Nobody knew about him 
like he's under the uh, the Free Peru Party. Free Peru, which was formed in 2007. 2007. 2016. No, formed in 2007. Registered Founded in 2007. Registered 2016. Their ideology is Marxism, Leninism, Mariateguism, yeah, anti-imperialism, and Latin American integration, left-wing populism, social conservatism, socialism, domestic, international, Vladimir Cerrón. Pedro Castillo. Yeah, 2021, it just popped out of nowhere. Like, the first runoff election, like, I've been following this so much, but like, the first runoff election... What was he doing before 2021? He was a teacher. He's a teacher. Yeah. Where? And somewhere rural. Mm. But the first election, the first, the first round, he got 18%. He beat the next person, which was Keiko Fujimori. Yeah, she he beat a he beat her by eight hundred thousand votes, and that's that's pretty solid. Like he beat her, he beat her by five points. So like right, right, right. Um, now it's just them two for tomorrow's election, and it's it's crazy. I I honestly hope hope he wins. I'm not surprised. Some. Some funny business happens. I I wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised. Well, what is it? What has he been saying? The economy. He wants to basically create a mixed economy. Um, he would not nationalize, but he's like economically, he is very much like. He sounds like every other like. Pink tide. Uh, president in mm. Latin America, right, right, right. because you know, if he if he if he doesn't if he goes more he'll get cooed, but um, like he wants to, the social policy it's a it's it's a bit different, <laughs> a bit different. Um, but he, Boys. but like one couple things that he wants to do with the economy is uh he wants to increase the education. Um, like currently I think it's like three or two, two, three, 4% of like the GDP is funded in education. He wants to increase that to 10% because, and he wants to increase internet access for many Peruvians because Peru is still pretty, uh, still pretty, um, rural country. And, um, he wants to like, he, he, uh, comes from like a rural community. I'm not I can't name where exactly he's from but he has a very much um campesino background and very much campesino outlook to many things so i very much would understand why he would want to fix the fix the education system fix the health health system fix the internet access infrastructure um because like obviously you would see that that basically like that's what the central government has neglected in those rural communities right so yeah i i i i hope he wins Mm. fujimori she's she's just gonna continue the same old bullshit that 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 neoliberals have done in latin america yeah i mean at least I mean, at least he's not, seems like he's not strictly anti-LGBT. He just says they're not a priority here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, hopefully nothing bad. He uh, does He does say a pretty yikes thing, like right here. He the says, socialist woman thing, it looks pretty wow. Pretty whack. yikes. Like it's it says right shit. here, his yeah. socialist woman proposal was described as a deep brief deeply patriarchal gender, uh, gender right 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 but that's by somebody at smith's college i don't know where the fuck that is is that a, in the u.s oh yeah never mind actually i don't even know but uh, he, so I'm, I'm not gonna take that just yeah. for that uh but i mean sounds like he might not have the best platform he's, in lgbt and he's pro-life he's very pro-life pro-life what's that mean oh uh pro-life quote unquote yeah, pro-life, pro-life. Yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah, 
he doesn't. He's against abortion. Yeah, we'll see how he goes. Uh, hopefully he wins. Uh, just to fucking you know, get some changes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he's not a piece of shit. Um, too, because I mean I don't know. I don't. I'm not too confident on people that appear quote unquote out of nowhere. But regardless, um, but yeah. hope he does good. Do you want to talk about the Mexican election? I don't know much about it. I don't know shit. I mean It's it seems like it's it's I seem it seems to me like it's not gonna be any relevant. Um not not much is gonna change. Yeah, no, I don't like the current president either. Um I feel like I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just the same. He's just, it seems like he's literally like... It's okay. literally the same. It's, it's, it's the same. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what he says about like being a fucking socialist. He doesn't even say he's socialist. Well, he used to say that, uh, but... He did? Yes! I'm not, I, I don't even remember him saying that. Oh, God, bro. Hold on, let me look it up. I'm low. <sighs> well, man, like talking about it, it's just like... can't even talk about politics with my family about like mexican politics it's just so so bad anyway he's talked about it before uh how he considers himself a socialist let me see i'd say like he's made a lot of mistakes well actually he's made so many fucking mistakes um like how he's neglected linea 13 and Tren Maya and many shit that he's done. Oh yeah, funding the Guardia Nacional. Oh my god. He's basically just like he's done everything that every other neoliberal party has trying to do, but they're not they just don't they've been very controversial. So yeah, I don't have much hope. You don't have much hope. It's the same old bullshit. And, yeah. Well, uh, do you have anything else to say? Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, let me think. It's hot as fuck out there. It's really hot. It's Fucking getting hot. hot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, it's um, 100 degrees. Careful with those fires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay hydrated. Oh yeah, stay hydrated for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Put sunscreen. Because skincare is key. Yep. Other than that, nothing. All right. Well, if you want to hit us up and stay updated, feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thwpod. And if you're interested in joining a local organization, recommend y'all checking Mecha de ASU. PSL Phoenix and PSL Tucson. But yeah, that's all my people. The struggle continues. Venceremos. Venceremos. Yo, yo, yo. Voy componiendo mi texto rap, rap Argumentos y talentos es la unión compacta Estilo y contenido unidos ya están Una odisea sin encontrar la idea exacta Voy componiendo mi texto rap, rap Argumentos y talentos es la unión compacta Estilo y contenido unidos ya están Una odisea sin encontrar la idea exacta La soledad, la tristeza, el dolor no son grosos Me llevan a la inspiración de convertir versos en golpes peligrosos Siempre me aviso en mi corazón canción entera Es lo que pasa cuando mi mundo eterno se encuentra en guerra Solo y de frente en una superficie blanca con cuadros Que desafía mi ingenio por encima del contenido La habilidad abro, primera línea me siento duro Me embargo una sensación fea Siempre he pensado que es mejor desechar la primera idea
En mi mente referente, escritores supuestamente demente El mundo mandado por giles poco sensibles que demostraron ser inservibles La mística, la lucha, la desazón de los que no les sale la rima El amor por revolución en canción que día a día no ilumina Las ganas de tocar corazones escribiendo un solo verso Y que al siguiente claro se le echa el tajo todo el universo Escribir rap en el track es como escribir un testamento Destrozarte con el bla bla o amarte con temas como llegó el momento En estado de trance, al alcance, la letras aquí están Fubo, escribo y no sé a dónde se irán Si a rapero estudiante ahora escucharán activista Nuestras rimas suenan en audífonos de anarquistas Son ideas que fluyen, saben que nada es imposible Si tu mente destruye, verás que eso aquí no sirve Mi lápiz va dejando su tinta sobre el papel Mientras barriendo el capital, está salvaje decibel Es ser aquel ser que escribe desde el amanecer Luego lo vuelve a hacer al atardecer y al anochecer Son líricas capaces de hacer volar, explotar un banco La mente quiere seguir y no ver el cuaderno en blanco De nuestra cultura brilla lo más alto Poetas de cuneta escriben rima en el asfalto ja, Tenemos el don, la palabra y el canto Y a unos cuantos raperos en la calle causando espanto Lo primero es inspiración, motivación Es indispensable que hable y parle siempre el corazón No armes tu canción con presión Sé dedicado, cantidad no es sinónimo de calidad de ningún lado Siguiente etapa, elige la temática Ojalá original, crítica, brígida y trascendental Tal cual, escribo lo que vivo, pienso y hago Los halagos y alardes no son parte de lo que propago Primer verso, intento hacer rima intensa, compleja De esa que deja suspenso y así compenso a tu oreja Y en eso que progreso, las trenzo con sutileza y pienso Termino este rima en eso, buenencia Voy con paciencia, no pierdo la coherencia De que sirvo una métrica buena sin una letra con conciencia Conservo la forma y el contenido de forma que unidos conforme en el rap poblacional más Tengo en mi mano un lápiz big de Strictly Rappers Con el que comienzo la idea de un nuevo relato claro La primera línea puesta Y el ingenio es puesto en juego para lograr poner rimas como esta A paso tres versos contento me encuentro Los leo, los pienso, los pruebo y a rapearlos yo comienzo Pero no es todo, no me convence este trozo Lo reviso de nuevo, no era tan bueno y mejor lo borro A veces escribo con un ritmo gringo, rimo con un beat de primo Sigo yo para mantenerme vivo, a veces pienso que hacer rap es como un rezo Entonces amigo escribo acompañado en la intimidad del silencio Escribir para mí en ocasiones no es tan simple, nena Cuando te cuento de lo ingrato, de lo injusto, de disgustos, de difuntos, de mis penas Sangre por mis penas y tinta en la lapicera Si el lápiz se mueve yo avanzo y la canción ya toma forma Es otra de mis bombas, combativa rumba, sombra siembro Palabras letales sobre este texto y al fin termino el tema con este último verso Escribo rimas, frases, estrofas, párrafos